It is the Weekly Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers. By my side, Mike Fratelloni. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. How are you doing, Reavers? Are you in your rare Mike Fratelloni form right now because we are at the great Minnesota get-together? I, I love it here so much. I was trying to figure out how I could get a condo here. And no, live. no, 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 no. There was a, a kid on my school bus. I told you this. I grew up in Falcon Heights, like yep. three blocks away from here. Mm-hmm. And there was a kid who got dropped off in that yellow house right by the um, International Bazaar. Yep. So his... His parents must have been like the groundskeeping crew or something. But he lived. He at the lived fair. inside of the state fair. I coveted that kid's home every day. So when you would get out, when he would get off the bus, did everyone peek out the window? I mean, was this was that his thing? Basically, is that how he was known? Growing like the up? bus literally dropped him off in the state fair. I mean, it was that cool. Not yeah. during the state fair. Well, of course, right? because, because yeah, there you was were no in school. school. Right. It was so much fun. Reverse. So I have a couple of state fair observations, and of course, you know. People that are here outside of the Garage Logic booth at the Great Minnesota Get Together, they're seeing firsthand the extensive show prep yes. that we do for this show, which includes me saying hi to you, yep, us sitting down, and us hitting record. Yep, and I asked like how many town ball stories are we going to talk about? Well, I do have a million. Okay, um, good. I'll try to whittle them down to my favorite ones over the last couple of weekends uh, down in Faribault, Minnesota. But the greatest thing this morning. You know, the the one beautiful thing that the Hubbard family does for us, uh, amongst many, mm-hmm. is the shuttle service that they provide from the radio station to the state like fairgrounds. Your own road. We never have to drive here, which so many of my other friends at work here in radio, they say, how can we do that? I said, no, 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 you don't get to ride the you Hubbard shuttle. You Unless work you for work Hubbard. for Hubbard. That's but right. anyway, so the Hubbard shuttle drops us off. I rode the bus with Johnny Height uh, this morning, took the 11 o'clock shuttle to get here in time to do all the all the things needed to do for Garage Logic. And in the main gate, right out here, mm-hmm. there's the ticket window, right? Yep, yep. And there's two different windows, and they also have the middle window that is self-serve. So yeah, you can I swipe your card the and then time, yeah. print your ticket, bing, bang, boom, you're done. So on the left-hand side, there was uh, an elderly couple that mm-hmm. was purchasing their tickets. And on the right-hand side, there had to have been 700 people in line. Oh, no. And I went, okay, what, what, am I missing something? Yeah, I walked right up to the kiosk, swiped my card, printed my ticket, I'm and getting it. In. And oh, I'm thinking, that's good. why are there 900 people in line and not realize? And maybe they were just not realizing that there was another window open or whatever. But isn't that so Minnesota? We are so ready to get in line we'll just stand and just wait line. because that's just what we do. But because of I was impatient, the person that I had, I, I was in that left-hand window yep. right by myself. I saw the kiosk late. Yes. Right? I was late. And the gal who was, who was making my change, she pulled out a calculator. And made my change, and I thought, okay, wait. When this gets busy, I'm buying one ticket. You got to know the math on one bing, ticket, bing, boom. right? Yep, you got, you like got to know the difference. You can't. They should make a little chart that says if someone's buying one ticket. You know, Reavers, I'm sure you've done this because you've been coming to the fair a lot. But yes. when you walk around the fair by yourself, it's an entirely different experience. I had my boys with me yesterday. Not as much fun. You know. It, Yes and no. It's because I know they're only sure. going to be this age once. So, yeah. and we always do. I always plan one fair day with the, with the with the boys. So yeah. they come here. They they did a great job. They sat back here while I uh, did Garage Logic and Monday Night Sports Talk. Mm-hmm. And then I promised them because we'll do the fun stuff afterwards, which you can use for them to behave. Got it. You don't Got behave. It. We yep, ain't yep. doing. We ain't going to the midway. What a ripoff! It's a. We, what did you do? We a went to the rides? midway. We went to the midway, and I said they could do two rides because I knew it was probably. It's basically to send two kids on a ride. It's ten bucks a shot, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, all right. So we ended up doing three or four. I can't but at remember. At least the rides last forty seconds. So I mean, that's that's not the a bad that's deal. where I was going. That, that's where I was going with this. I thought, oh, here's kind of a fun little maze that they get to go through. So I handed them the ticket, and they they took off, and they're going through the maze, and they were standing next to me thirty eight seconds later. Yeah. And I thought, well, that was 
That, that's a heck of a that's a heck of a deal if you're the the fair operator or the right operator at the fair. Every time I come to the fair, I always like to come on country days, and this is not a country concert day, is it? No, I think. No, I forget what tonight's con- concert we, is. We have to find that out because usually on country concert days, you know what you see? Yeah. Country people. You yes. You know what country people look? They look good. Yes. Right? Yeah. Everybody is like, you see the hats and you see the boots. Well, someone was asking me, in fact, it was yesterday, you know, because when we used to do the beer show on the radio station, yeah. you and I were still sitting here doing the show at 9 p.m. Oh, yeah. We'd hear the concert. Not only would we hear the concert, but we had to see the riffraff stumbling around, you know, up on the sidewalk. On a Thursday night, which was always which was always entertaining. Did you guys talk about how they had to pull everybody out because the storms? No, I well, I guess we might have talked about it briefly, but we were t- uh, John and I were discussing it because I was in the midst of that storm Saturday night as well. But I couldn't imagine being not not stuck here, but because there's really very few places to hide from a from a storm like that. Well, you go into the Coliseum because they the closed shops. down the grandstand, right? Yeah, the grandstand closes down, but yep. the building's open, right? The the, sure. the whole building's open and sure. you can just go stand in line at where? The Spiral Light Candle booth. You walked by it today. Honest to God, I, w- I mean, Rookie does a great job on those spots, sure. right? And I love his passion for the candle. I little did I know what a big deal that candle is. People were packed around that booth right now. I'm out I'm out looking at video game, full-size video game units and I look over and I'm like, what's the crowd standing there? It's all around the spiral light candle booth. That's funny. It's all because of Matt. You think so? A rookie has so much power in this town. He said he's driving a guy like me over to the candle booth. Well, I don't even want a candle. I did wander past the Prano Pup booth that was right behind here. They're mm-hmm. supporter of Garage yep. Logic. So we, the, we, the boys and I were gonna gonna have lunch. So I said, well, we're gonna get a Prano Pup. And that line was so long. I said, well, boys, I'm not gonna wait in line for half an hour because there's eight of them sure. around here. So let's just keep walking. And then the next one was a little bit shorter. So we we we, we got our Prano Pup, but there was. Three different ones we walked by, and the lines were ridiculously long. And by the way, well worth it. Oh, yeah. Well, totally They're worth so it. Good. And I was going to get fries, and I thought, no, that line's way too long. But this one right here, the Fluffy's Donut, I believe that's brand new this year. Have you seen what they're making? Uh, no, I, that's the first time I've ever seen that. You it's walked by there, donut. and of course, my, my, my wife, who was not with us, um, was saying, you know, Kate, just take it you, easy. You she made she, that sound like she was dead. She's, she's a hell. She's not here at the fair. Oh, she was not here at the okay. fair, yeah. She is still alive. I <laughs> okay, should, I should rephrase that. Yeah, let's make sure that that's clear. But she's, you know, she's, she's the health nut of the family, mm-hmm. and the boys know that when mom's not around, there's different rules that apply to the situation. So, of course, what are we gonna do? Get some We're stuff. gonna eat crap. Yeah. Cause yep. we're at the fair. Yep. And so, I said, well, it's about lunchtime, so they stood over here, and I posed because they make a donut, okay? Mm-hmm. Picture a donut that looks almost like the size of a dinner plate. Okay. And then it's topped with ice cream. Oh, that sounds good. And I thought, well, this is what we're going to have for lunch today. And she said, please don't have them eat that for lunch. And we ate that for lunch. Yeah. Because that's what we're doing at the fair. She, didn't, she wasn't here. That is – that is a I, – I think that's an underrated gem at the fair this year because I've, I've – we've been here – this is our fourth day now – there's very, very few people that have been standing there, unless they're just serving people that quickly. But man, was that good! Well, that it was looks, really, it's really a pretty good. Booth too. Yeah, it's a really cool booth, and you can you can smell the baked goods coming from yeah, there too. I'd, which I'd is like nice. to somehow I would like to run a booth here, but I don't want to work any of the days. Everybody always asks me seriously yeah. every year where your booth is. Yeah, we don't have one. You, but you are affiliated with Toro or yeah, whatever. We, Toro and Traeger and Weber, like they all have booths here, right? And right. we used to work the Toro booth. I used to come and work the Toro booth. Yeah. And so Toro, everybody who was working it with me wanted to sell the big riders. Well, all of our stores are right in the Twin Cities, right? We sell the walk-behind mowers. Sure. So I would take all of those. I'd end up pitching walk-behind mowers maybe, no joke, three, four hundred times. Oh, really? It got tiring. And we did the errands booth. It was was a lot of fun. I just went and and saw the Traeger guys inside of the, the, um, what's it called? The 
What's that building where the spiral light candles are? Right there. The grandstand. The grandstand. I was having a, That's a okay. little bit of a problem there. Okay, so I heard on uh, Monday Night Sports Talk that a couple of the players took a plane over to a wedding. Oh, okay. Tell me this story. So now you want the town ball story. I, I, I need a good town ball story. Well, so uh, Pat, I believe Pat is still back there too. Pat wanted to ask me, so I'm the one of the host sites for this year's state amateur baseball in tournament. Faribault. It's us in Faribault, Dundas, uh, and Meesville are the three okay. sites for the tournament this year. So this was about Wednesday of last week, mm-hmm. I think. And I'm also what's considered the team host. So my job is to text and let the managers of each team know, hey, here's where your batting practice location is going to be. Here's the address for our field. Sure. And then I also like if your team is looking at Eaton or whatever, yeah. I give them a couple suggestions, and we have a number of hotel options, blah, blah, blah. Like the basic stuff sure. you would want to know when you're driving four hours to a place to go play a baseball mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. And it's also cool just to get to know a lot of these guys. So anyway, I get a call, and um, it's it's a guy saying, do you guys have an airport? Which I thought, well, that's kind of bizarre. And I said, actually, yeah, we, we, we do have an airport just south of the freeway in Faribault right off Highway 21. And then I didn't really hear anything after that. Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out two of the players for the Dumont Saints were in a wedding Saturday night. I forget the name of the town in North Dakota, basically on the North Dakota-Montana border. Okay, so way on the other side I mean, as a guy that just drove to Seattle over yeah. the 4th of July. It's a long way. It's a long way okay. from here. So you're, they weren't driving there and back to make this game. Correct. Okay. So... They had, and I don't remember what the connection was, if it was someone that they knew associated with the team, mm-hmm. if it was a buddy, whatever whatever it was. They were going to fly back Sunday morning to our city to play their 130 game. That's fun. And I thought, that is so town ball, that right there, is, in a so nutshell. Somebody had a plane. That one, of the said, kid, hey, okay. one of the kids that flew back was the starting pitcher. And when they got, so they got, they got to our city, they got, uh, got checked in, got to the dugout, and I had to take a selfie because mm-hmm. that's exactly what you do sure. to, to promote the event. And he actually pitched great. I think he might have thrown the whole game. I can't remember exactly, but it was fantastic. It, it made the entire day. And of course, after we got, uh, rained out, uh, Saturday night, it made for quite a long Sunday. But that was still worth it because it was so much fun. Well, those guys, I mean, I assume at the wedding the night before, they weren't just, let's get to bed early. We came all the oh, way God, to this no. wedding. Oh, God, they weren't no, probably no, 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 no. When tucked into their bed at 9 o'clock You, you at know night. that when you are associated with a buddy's wedding, mm. the last thing you do is go to bed early. Yeah, I went to a wedding over this last weekend in Alexandria, Minnesota. Sure. Right? And it was my sister-in-law's Near wedding. Dumont. Is that near That's Dumont? Where I had no yep, idea. Yep. Um, and it was an incredible wedding. And... Watching people dance is so fun, right? <laughs> I wish I had the ability to let loose. I wish I really could do it because they were all having fun. They're doing the whip and the nay-nay, and they're doing all these dances. I don't know any of them, and I'm just – I'm sitting there. I still have my jacket on, my my uh, sport coat, right? Mm-hmm. I have a suit on. Mm-hmm. I still got my jacket on. It's still buttoned. I, my shirt is still tucked in. If I were to have a cummerbund on, it would have still been on, <laughs> right? Everyone else has switched into shorts and flip-flops. Well, you point. go through stages, right? Of, of of wedding life, yeah, right? Yeah. So it usually starts right around college age, you know, shortly. I remember one summer, my wife and I, that probably then my girlfriend, I think we had eight weddings in one summer. Oh. And I, well, you know, over the course of sure, early sure, spring sure. to late fall or whatever, but we had eight and I think I was in five of them. Oh, in one man. in one summer, and that's back, you know, when you're just out of college, you've got no money, mm-hmm. you know. It's, yeah, and every one of them, a few oh, hundred yeah. bucks at minimum. This, just to do it. this week we're driving to wherever, oh. and I do remember thinking, 
we didn't there it was never two weekends in a row where we weren't driving to a wedding oh somewhere. no it was one of those summers did you did you have a big wedding for you i know that was I, you, you often cry when you talk about it because it was such a beautiful moment it was okay. uh you know i would say what what would you consider big um I don't know. I had like a twelve groomsmen and twelve bridesmaids. In Mine wasn't that big. Yeah. I would say I had six groomsmen, four ushers, six bridesmaids. I think it was six. I can't remember. Okay. Off the right. We had I don't know two hundred, three hundred. Oh, that's people. a big wedding. That is a big yeah, wedding. That's a big okay. wedding. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I had so many, and I, I thought about this as I was, as I was going into the my wedding. next one. By the way, will not be that. No, big. no, it's no, much, be way, much way smaller. smaller. Yeah, much smaller. Uh, of those twelve guys that were my wedding. Right, one of them is my brother. Sure. Right. So, and in fact, I think a couple of them might have been my brother and brother-in-laws, but all of the guys I still consider friends. But some of them I haven't seen for twenty years. Right. But I still think they're really close friends. But it, it is kind of amazing how times just change. You start having kids, and you just fade away. Someone moves to Elk River or or Dundas, <laughs> right? And you're, they're just gone. They're, I have a really good buddy. His name's Jason, and he moved to Hugo, and Hugo's just far enough away. Then I just never go up to Hugo, yeah. right? I just okay. am not going up there. And sure. I love Jason and his wife, Sarah. I'll just, they're probably here tonight. Now that at least, at least I said something nice about them on the podcast. Uh, I will share another really quick one because, um, you know, when you get to interact, and there's a lot of things where peripherally you might know someone, mm-hmm. right, or know, know the affiliation of someone. And I'm checking a team in, and I, I, I won't name the team because – it's not this guy's fault, but okay. it was the manager of, of a particular team. And this wasn't even this past weekend. It was the very first weekend, the weekend before. And um, he, you know, we had been in text communication with each other, and he seemed like a, a good dude. Uh, checked him in, and he said, hey, uh, and they're, they they weren't from around this area. They're from uh, somewhere else. Anyway, and he <laughs> said, say, uh, well, here one of the guys in your team works for KFAN. <laughs> and I'm thinking, you know, because he obviously heard that sure. I had a job in radio and yeah. was affiliated with the Fairville Lakers. And I just – and I thought really quick, how can I turn this and make this guy feel like, oh, yeah, but you know what? He got – he just got fired and don't don't really Don't bring it, it up. Yeah. And he goes, oh, I'm so – I am so sorry. It's one of those things where anytime I'm dressed up because I'm never dressed up. Yeah. And so it's, oh, fancy today. I go, yeah, yeah I was just at a funeral. Oh no! Yeah, I do that all the time. In fact, the best time I ever did that uh, once I got I got suits with that once a number of years ago. But Lori Bargini, Lori and Julia show Mm -hmm. on one hundred seven. I believe I had my review. No, it wasn't my review because I wouldn't have gotten dressed up for that. I was dressed up, and I said that to her. She was, I. She almost started crying, and I said, "Lori, I'm kidding." No, that's not. That's not a good joke. So not a good joke. The the tide turned, got turned back on me. Okay. So it's just like I couldn't win in that situation. You should have just pointed to somebody in the crowd Mm -hmm. and said, "That's meat sauce." Yeah, right. Exactly. (laughs) Tell them it's meat sauce. So yesterday, I'm coming back here, and uh, the uh, Twin Cities live show is getting going because I, I left my backpack in here. So the boys and I are walking back, and it's so funny watching kids. Because they have no concept of personal space sure. or watch out for people. My 10-year-old's okay. My 7-year-old is just going to go straight line and barrel through whoever yep. is around him. Yeah, that's right? what you got to do. You know? right? You're small and you go for it. And I said, buddy, you, you got to watch out for other people. Oh, okay. But he sees this stage mm-hmm. and knows this is where dad's backpack is. Yep. And I'm going to plow through everybody to get there and make it happen. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, and I, I just said, bud, you gotta, you got to chill here. So now are, are you buddies with Lieber now that he's constantly on? Boy, is he a good-looking guy. He's better than it's us. It's unfair. It's unfair that you know you're, you're successful and you're you're. Oh, and oh, by the way, you're a nice guy. Do you think if both of you and I combined, do no. you think we equal one no. lever? No, no, not <laughs> Isn't even. Isn't that close. sad that he's it's very sad? He's twice what we are. Yeah. I mean, maybe even maybe even order of magnitude greater than that. He's mm. tall. Yeah. But you know what? 
You have more hair than he does. That's a good I point. I, too, have more hair. That's a good Although point. maybe he just shaves his head to look cool. What if just, he has a full head of Because he doesn't want us to also feel bad about our hair. Okay, yeah, good. That's good. probably good. Yeah. And speaking of football, um, so my son, my oldest, starts practice, and I was voluntold to be one of the assistant coaches. Oh. I've never coached football. I've okay. played, obviously. You I played high school football, football yeah. but I never I never coach. And, and the guy that's the main – he said, don't worry about it, Chris. You know, you've been involved in sports. Mm-hmm. You'll be fine. And so I said, okay, yeah, that's great. And my oldest, <clears throat> he uh, he really likes football, okay. and he plays with his buddies in the backyard. He's never been tackled before. Uh-oh. And so and this is now tackle football. This is now ta- oh, yeah. with the pads and the yeah, helmets. Yeah, and, and, oh, he's got it all laid out, you know, and he's got mm-hmm. the he's got the gear ready to go, which is really cool, right? Yeah. You're watching him. And then um, I was, in fact, I was talking to my wife about this last night. I said, because we, we had a meeting about, you know, this kid's going to play here and that kid's mm-hmm. going to play there. And I said, you know, William's going to get tackled for the first time, and we might not ever see him on a football field <laughs> yes. again. You it know? might last literally one play. Well, and I thought, he's not really ready. Because my younger, that he'll be the one dishing out the pain. Mm-hmm. But my oldest one is a little more timid than sure. that. And so I'm just waiting for that first whack. And then he's going to go, oh, wait, what? We're doing? We're, we're getting hit now? I think I, I have a horrible memory, and I think part of that is from the concussions I received playing football as a kid. Oh, I my. mean, no joke. I'm sorry. But I can actually remember exact plays from football mm-hmm. the the what the coach told me to do who i had to run over i mean clearly i remember getting tackled once and feeling like oh this is what a tornado feels like because my body was just like going <laughs> it was totally out of my control i'm just getting winged up into the air that was a lot of fun i also remember running this really long run and i, I thought i had this like clear thought as i'm running i'm gonna be in the nfl one day no no oh. i i thought my buddy Cole Lavalestra is faster than me, and he's on the other team. He's going to catch. I mean, I had the whole thing calculated. And sure enough, Cole's like, "Well, I know I can catch Mike," and yeah. he went and dragged me down and got me. And yeah, he just. Uh, I, it's weird how vivid those memories are to me. Yeah. So maybe your kids will have. Well, and I, it, it's the it's two things I guess with kids with football. And I, I'm only speaking from personal experience. It's the first time you get really tackled, and mm-hmm. you know, it, at an early age, they're pretty much just running into yeah, each other. Yeah. But when you first get tackled by the kid that's really good, right? Yeah, yeah. When you get tackled for that, that's that sticks with you. Kirk Krensky was the one that drilled me. Okay. And then the other time is the first time you get the wind knocked out of you. Oh yeah. Because you are petrified. And, and you just kind of want to cry. Cause you're, you're, you're saying, yeah. "Oh wow, I, I I can't breathe here." And it takes you know it takes a minute to to, get, to catch your breath. Yeah. And that's the other thing that always sticks with you because you're. In fact, I think both of those happened on the same play. Oh really? <laughs> where where okay. not only was I smoked, I couldn't breathe for yeah. about. Ten minutes. Yeah, it is. It is a little different thing. I, I uh, love football so much. My parents let me play with a broken arm. I had a cast. On. Oh wow, you were and, tough. Yeah, and I looked tough at like seventy three pounds, <laughs> right? And they had to put like the the certain helmets on the big kids that just couldn't hit anybody because they were too big. We didn't yep. break the. We didn't move that kid up to grade levels. We just kept him in. He's like, it doesn't matter. He's a, if he's one eighty. It's okay. You can play with this little guy. One of the calling cards for this show, uh, it started out as the beer show, morphed into yeah. the weekly scramble. And this place has become, as we've talked about and we've documented for years now on this show, this place has become a destination for the craft beer lovers, right? Absolutely. So we were going to talk to our buddy Ben Quam from Surly Brewing. Unfortunately, he had some schedule mishaps, so he joined Garage Logic earlier today. It's, I think, the first time ever that Joe has stolen a guest from us. Really? I believe that that's yeah. absolutely the first thing that that's ever happened, so which is completely fine. from Joe? Lake Detective? Lake Detective Maybe. would be good. Yeah, we can do Inky? that. And No, we're not stealing Ingy. No, <laughs> he, can, he can keep Ingy. I don't want Ingy on the show. But um, I did, and I don't know how I missed this um, because Surly has a great partnership with our buddies at Score North and, and Judd Zulgad. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about this? No. 
So Judd, who's also a massive craft craft beer fan, okay. uh, and Ben brought it over there. They made, I believe he said it was a pale ale, a light pale ale, you know, a nice crisp beer for the summertime. Yep. And it's called the Ron Gant was still out pale ale, oh, nice. referencing the, the play in the 1991 World Series. And I said, how did I miss Because I had him come yeah. back. I said, how did I miss this? On a station that we were on. Right. Well, I years. just thought, how did, how did I miss that this was a thing? So yeah. they let Judd come to Surly, brew a beer, and then give it that name. And, which is and, which is and brilliant. Ben's by the one way. of your closest friends. How would they not do that with us? Well, that, that well, that's a good. Point. It's a good point, yeah, right? It's a really good point. Yeah. Now, now I'm mad. Huh. Good thing he was on with Joe, ben. not us. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but he was uh, basically saying they were. We were discussing this earlier about how, and this is right out of the Mike Fredoloni playbook, mm-hmm. by the way, that beer sales. While well, everyone drank more during during COVID, yep. but beer sales in the last what, what did Johnny say? Twelve months have dipped. Three percent, which might not sound like a big deal, mm-hmm. but that's still a lot of sure, that's, that's, yeah. nationwide. That's yeah. a big that's a big dip. However, an a beer sale, or do you call it an a beer? Yeah, non alcohol. An a beer has jumped twenty percent in that same span mm. of time. Mm. Which, you know what I call it? Nah, nah, I don't want any. Oh right, <laughs> yeah, you, nah. you want like, a beer? Do you nah. want some NA? Nah, nah. nah. Nope. I want my beer to be filled with. Alcohol. But Ben went on at length about how Surly is really. Spending a lot of money to develop um, a non-alcoholic beer program, and mm-hmm. so because because of the rise in popularity of it, which is exactly what you've been saying for what three, four years now. Yeah, you know, and, and what's funny is when you go to Surly, sometimes if you want to have a group of twenty people, there's five or six people that won't drink beer, sure, right, or just sure. won't drink. Well, Surly's such a beautiful place that it's just cool to go hang out there. True, right? I yeah. mean, you don't. It doesn't have to just be all about the brewery. Mm-hmm. It can be about oh, let's have an NA, let's have some food. But that's a special place. I'm getting excited. Are you getting excited for the Gophers? You know, I haven't really caught Gopher Fever yet. I'll be honest. I haven't Thursday. even watched a second of a Vikings pre. And I normally don't watch a ton of it you anyway. Don't watch Vikings pregame? No preseason. You don't I, want our preseason. Well, you I've don't just watch that? literally been the last couple of weekends. I have just been inundated with tournament stuff. Okay. I have I've been able to listen to the Twins on the radio if I've been in the car. Okay, that's basically it. So that's probably why the show today is going to be really awful because I've paid zero attention to anything to over any the last news, two weeks. Right. Any, okay. Well, right. that's that's fine. I, I'm all right with that. But I I, I will watch the game. Um, uh, once we get home from our own football on Thursday night, I'll, I'll watch it because I always like watching the Gophers lid lifter. I always like watching sure. the first game. It's fun. And yeah. Usually it's on a Thursday night, and it's at TC or uh, Huntington Bank Stadium now. So we always remember the year we were here. I'll never forget this. We were here doing the show, and we were here till at least 8, maybe 9 o'clock that mm-hmm. night because mm-hmm. we used to have a routine of where we would go out afterwards yeah. after the yeah, show. That's the best part. And yeah. I remember you could see the lights on that night from TCF, and they were playing TCU, which is a big football program and the place was packed and i remember trying to leave hubbard and that wasn't happening that wasn't gonna and happen. i'm thinking i've been at the damn state fair yeah. for 12 hours I and i home. just want to go home and go to bed and i'm stuck in go for football traffic what do you think is going to happen now that ucla is in the big 10 i mean that's a big 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 deal that's going to change everything it is and Royce dropped this yesterday about how they the big 10 is now going after stanford and oregon i, I mean honestly i I'd like to say I'm a purist. I really don't care. I mean, college football has lost its, for me anyway, has lost its the student-athlete approach. B.S. You're a business. Yeah, Knock you're, it off. you're 100% a business. And, and now so, with this NIL, everything's just a business. Correct. Right? So I guess I don't really know what to make of it, and I, I'm probably the last, the, the least informed person to, to 
formalize an opinion. I on have it. a strange feeling that if somehow Notre Dame decides to enter a conference, right, because they're kind of just their own thing, yep. right? Notre Dame just yep. plays everybody. If they come to the Big Ten, first of all, TV contracts would be double. Well, that's what Pat, yeah, right. Pat basically said that because they just signed a massive, massive contract um, for for all of the rights to their games. And basically, if Notre Dame and joined it, it would probably double. It would probably double, which is just insane I mean, can to you think, think about. Of that? No, can you think of that. It just it, it, it's it's it, th- those kind of dollar figures. It's just it's monopoly money at that point to me. It just, just it's not even it's not even something I can correlate. What to. What happens if Minnesota State? Hey, speak <laughs> of the devil. Look at look who's over in your left shoulder. We were just talking about the Twin Cities live team, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah, the Twin Cities live team. Elizabeth Reese, yeah. Ben Lieber, there I they are. I don't know if they can even hear us out there. I think they can. Okay. They're just probably ignoring us, and I probably would be too at this point. Uh, former guest of the Weekly Scramble, Elizabeth Reese right there. Yeah, there mm. we go. Yeah, he really is way too good looking to be on radio, isn't he? They're just out. You notice how they're stealing our entire crowd right, they're trying right. to take yeah. them over to they their just, show? They just kind of do that. Yeah, that's that's fine. It. it happens. Yeah. Oh, by the way, when I walked up and the GL show was still happening, there's a pretty big crowd here. Yeah, we've had, you know, honestly, it's been really cool. We've had great crowds. Well, A, the weather's been damn near perfect every day that we've During been out day, here. Yep, Ser- yep. Seriously, it's been fantastic. Um, and so that's really helped. But I, we t- we talked about this a bit uh, Monday. Today's Tuesday, right? Yeah, yesterday's show. Mm-hmm. About how I noticed it the very first two days that we were out here, the crowds have been, they, they haven't been record crowds, but they've been big crowds. I know... Obviously, two years ago, we didn't have a fair. And then last year, I still think there was a bit of apprehension of sure. some people to come out here. You know, and then th- that's completely fine. You yeah, know, people sense. were a little nervous about being around large groups. And, that, that, hey, I, I'm never going to fault someone for that. Parking lots were all filled, all the 25 Every day we've driven by in the shuttle, and I've usually taken either the 11 or the 1130 shuttle every day, the parking lots across the street have all been full. Yeah, Every single one has said lot full, lot full, Every at least every day that I've been out here. And it's been it, it doesn't look that busy right now, does it? I mean, just no. That's because we're doing our show. <laughs> that's that's why it doesn't look too okay. busy. That's why it doesn't that was, look busy. That was a good one. Thank that you. Was, did, I, did you hear the crowd laughing? Yeah, that was pretty good. Nice. They nice. had removed just an FYI because everyone who was listening, like when you listen to GL, you hear the oohs and ahs. Oh yes, yes. They had taken away our microphones out there, so ah. you won't hear. There won't be a question and answer. Right, 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 right. Correct. We won't right. have guests. So say. the other thing too that Rook and I were discussing is. A lot of the regular acts too, because you know the the, the fair will turn over a certain uh, percentage of whatever whatever's here, whether sure. it's entertainers or booze or whatever. And so we've noticed that a lot of the people that we've had on over the last however many years have all retired, yeah, um, or, or or just don't died. come anymore. <laughs> well, who was the reptile guy? He yeah, we lost. Talks about reptile. We lost like, Monty. Hey, we lost we lost Monty. And what was the big uh, alligator's name? Oh, Albert. Uh, Albert. We lost <laughs> Albert I'm too. Like, wow, what a that's a sad and segment. Honestly, so. I've been with GL now for what years is this? So about 12 years now. So I've been with GL for that long. And what's funny is one of the memories that sticks out was the one of the very first times that I was out here because the first year or two, I would run the show back at the station. Mm -hmm. So uh, one of the engineers would run it from here and then I was kind of running the board back at the station. And the first time that I was actually out here physically at the fair was the time that Monty brought out something out of the case, and it scared Joe so much he jumped from the chair and knocked over John's guitar. Oh no! Which then knocked over, I think it was Kurt's drum set. Okay, that was here set up for the live band performance sure. at the fair, and that was like, oh, this is what we're doing yeah. here every day. That's <laughs> kind of insane, but it was very, very funny. It's kind of fun. So is is Rook putting those shows together? Is he yeah, the- exactly. And he's so well connected out here that it's a lot of people come to him. 
Yeah. Because they know they, they, get, know they he's get the, the bit. connection. And there's been there's a lot of weird things going on too where Princess K is not available this year. Why? Um just because of, of when we're doing our show. Because what? She, yeah, I know. So we can't we change the, our show to match her schedule. The, they're trying. Princess they're K trying to things. find time for her to be able because she's you know Princess K has been on GL every single year. Yeah, so it, we make, some of these traditions you have to force. Her. Let's make this happen. You think so? Princess K, what is she doing? A lot of media, Mike. A lot of media for Princess K. Well, honestly, though, a lot of those people, they are being shuffled around, you know, a lot throughout the course of the ferry because it's it's, it's 12 days. Strangely, I remember the interview you guys did with Mrs. Princess K last year, Princess K last year. You do. Honest to God, she was so elegant in her speech. And she had, like, the plan, I'm going to work for... Um, the farming industry, and the, I mean, just she had the whole thing planned out, and she's like a 19 year old kid or something. Right, right. And I thought, oh, 100 percent, that girl's right. That's what she's going to go do. Okay. And then I have some, you know, 19 year olds that work for me, and I'm like, what are you going to do? I'm going to look for my keys. <laughs> it's like <laughs> play okay. video games yeah. when I get home. <laughs> I mean, it was she was so good. I was like, wow, that is one impress, impressive, impressive woman. I'm just remembering something that happened yesterday too. So of course, when you walk through the midway. Boy, we are all over the place today, aren't we? Yeah, but we're talking the fair. We're that's the true. Fair, that's right? true. So yesterday, we're walking through it, of course. I said, boys, you're not going to play games because I don't want any of that crap coming to my no, house, even no. if you win anyway. Um, but you can go on rides. That's fine. And then we'll get some stuff to eat. And then bing, bang, boom, we're out of here. Mm-hmm. And I remember this was probably 4 o'clock yesterday afternoon, okay. right around 4 o'clock. And um, we were walking through the midway, and of course you're getting harassed by all the people that work there. Like, oh, hey, step yeah. right up and win yourself a hot dog or whatever yeah. on a stick because they had those big giant, not stuffed animals, but sure. a big a giant stuffed. corn dog. Yeah, I saw those. In fact, I saw someone walking by with one. Just and so there was the game where they have the dinner plates, you know, mm-hmm. on on the shelves, and they you give you I think ball. three baseballs, yeah. and you got to try to, and you got to try to knock the plate down. Mm-hmm. And this guy, probably about my size. May have been a tad bit overserved. Oh no! And so he's, you know, kind of, he's kind of standing there, and he's like, "Oh, I'm." Gonna, I go, "Oh, I, I, I have to watch this yes, guy this, throw the ball because going to make it. This is going to make this is going to make me sticking around the midway for an hour and a half with my kids well worth it." And he winds up, and the first one sails on him, doesn't really hit anything. Mm-hmm. I thought, "Oh, that's too bad." He's got another one. He's got he's got one left because I think he I didn't see him throw his first one. The next one he threw it as hard. I thought he was going to separate his shoulders. <laughs> He threw it as hard as he could. It hit the wooden panel directly sure. and came straight, straight back, back at him. And he, it missed him, but it would have taken his head off. Sure. And then it went rolling on the way down. So, of course, that, that caused a, a great uh, a great, great deal of laughter in the crowd. And I thought, he's lucky that ball didn't hit him between the eyes because it might have killed him. That would have been worth it. Well, I mean, to me, not him. Yeah, not, not him. Not him. So, yeah. you know, okay, so uh, – Ten years ago, I came to the fair, which I come every year. You do, and, and that fishing pole with the line with the ring that you lift the bottle up. It's yes. a bottle laying sideways yes. on the side, and you lift it Biggest up. Biggest scam here. Um, it is one hundred percent doable. So I said, "Well, I'm going to make one of these." And what did I do? I I'm only fifty fifty on that, but fifty percent of the time I can do it. Yep. Right. So I mean, I play twice, I win. The only problem is, is I I don't want to win anything. I want to show yeah, people it. that I can do it. Just right? keep the prize. So I, I end don't up, want like it. I give it to a kid, but then they stop you at some point and they say. Thank you. You're all done. You can't do it anymore. No. Oh yeah. That's against the rules, isn't no, it? No, I don't think it is. I think you you, I, I have a competitive advantage because I, I when I say I practice that, I have a competitive advantage with the for, bottle game. And this is this is not hyperbole. Probably it, fifty hours. No. 
Uh, I had it on my deck out, outside of my house. Wow. So I would walk out there when I was sitting on the deck doing something. I would take the bottle, take the little fishing pole, mm. and just do it over and over. Even my kids are actually pretty good at it. Mike, I love you. That's yeah. sad. <laughs> it's kind of, well, That's I wanted sad. to... I wanted that to, makes me cause, sad. Cause I don't think they cheat that. That's just a it's just a skill thing. You just have to try it a few times. Okay. So you can you do want to look for a platform that's completely level that does make a difference, right? Sure. Some of the platforms are a little bit off. Not that they're trying to scam anybody. Uh-huh. It's just the surface isn't so great. Gotcha. But if you do that and it's all one hand and you just push forward, be smooth. That's why I think I'd be if I were to ever fish, I'd be an incredible fisherman because I'm super good with that pole and that ring. You think so, huh? I, d- I doubt it. Okay. I, d- I do doubt it. Okay. <laughs> You know, and the other thing is too, I, I've, get, I've, I've received a lot of, um, cause you know, we're winding down the, su- the summer weeks here, which, which does so make sad. me sad. Kids In fact, started school yesterday. I, oh, they did already? Yeah. Yeah, See, day and school before yesterday. Labor Day, that, I, I, I will die on this hill. Yeah. Kids should not be in school before Labor Day. Yeah. I'm sorry. I get it that it's to, uh, decrease the number of off days or whatever during the calendar year. Sure. Kids should not be in school before Labor Day. Yeah. They just shouldn't. No, it, and, and I'm sure the state fair thinks, yeah, these kids need to be at work at the state fair. Well, right? just, I don't know. Doesn't it feel like you're, I get it, they're, they're probably out earlier, but doesn't it feel like you're getting robbed? Yeah. Like, maybe take less time off in December. Let's just work all the way through December. We'll have Christmas off in a few days, but just work the whole thing school-wise. Sure. Right? Go to school, and then, but have... Two more weeks of summer. Okay, but as we're we're winding down the, uh, I was going somewhere with that. And now I completely as lost we're winding my train down of summer. Thought. Yeah. Um, well, I can't remember what I was going to oh, say. Oh, it's going to be so good. I got too. so distracted. Did you write notes for this? Yeah. No, actually, <laughs> I've been looking at Twitter, um, and then I'm getting text messages from my wife, and she doesn't realize. You know, I'm working. Yeah. You know, it's okay. That's okay though. I don't. I don't worry about conferences. Was there any concert like that. that you had to see? Did you go to? I Mr. desperately to wanted to go to the the first one that was th- Thursday. I just I, I just can't. I have so much other stuff going yeah. on right now. I can't be here that late, unfortunately. This, is the state fair inconveniencing your? Uh, no, 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 baseball? not at all. I, 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 you know me. I, I love, love being. The state fair. I love the yeah. state fair. I, I think it's kind of fun that we. This is our job. Are you yeah. kidding me? Like yeah. this, they're, they're, I'm getting paid to be out here. This is pretty cool. Um, but the the first night was the Allison Chains, Bush, and I'm missing another band. Because I was a huge uh, fan of that group when I was in both mm-hmm. those Alice groups, both of those groups okay. when I was in high school, and I would have, and, and the fact that all three of them were playing, I forget the other band that was playing, but that, that's a concert I would have absolutely gone to. I just uh, with my boys' sports schedules, was it I like just Alanis Morissette or no, something? No, 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 it was, it was it was a rock band. And was I can't it? Remember? Okay, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm re- so Ario Speed. Speed no, 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 it wasn't. It no, wasn't no, but I mean they're playing tomorrow, oh. I think, or oh. something like that. That's your band, isn't that? I, I love Ario. I know. How could you not love Ario Speedway? So that one, and then uh, I would have George Alanis. Thank you. I would have I would have went last night just to see Tower of Power. Um, the, uh, we we did get a report that the Beach Boys looked like they were old, uh-huh. um, which you know they they are. How many Beach Boys? Are uh, there Joe left? said that there was just one original member, I believe, Mike Mike Love. I think that's what he said. Okay, I, it was, I was Allison kind of Chains, okay. Breaking Benjamin. Thank you. And there was special guest Bush and the Life Project. I don't know what that was. Don't know what that is either. But Money I would have I would have absolutely went to that show. County Crows. I wonder if people love that, that show. Would have been that show would have been fun too. And I'm not. It's not like County Crows is a band that I would seek out, but they put on a really really cool live show that sure. I've seen because I worked at a different station before, and we did a couple of of those intimate live sure. p- performances. I, these guys are really really good live. Really um, good. Pitbull Saturday uh, Sunday night. No, that thank you. Pitbull no, is. No. If you ever get a chance, you would love him. He is wait, so wait, respectful. You've seen Pitbull, I've seen Pitbull like I, and and not. To be hyperbolic, maybe five or six times. You're—he's fantastic. 
Was this because your girls wanted to go? Uh, no, no. I mean, he's just—he's an excellent, excellent entertainer, and he's the sweetest, most humble, generous-sounding guy. He just talks about how lucky he is to be in America and how he loves it and the opportunities and really huh. important. He's just a very, very—he's an absolute gentleman, absolute gentleman. I—if you would have given me a thousand guesses, I never would have guessed that you have seen Pitbull five times. Here's one that you know why you know why uh, I'm not excited about the crowd tonight per se. Why? Jim Gaffigan's going to be here. You're not a Gaffigan no, guy? No, you love him. I think he's hilarious. Don't like him. I know not, he got... He, I don't dislike him. I just... I don't know him. I, I, I don't even remember what it was, but he upset somebody over some political statements. But I've always been able... I don't care what someone's political affiliation is. Yeah, but I don't sometimes care. when people call other people... Sure, but but I just... I, I've, I've always thought he's pretty funny. Florida Georgia line tomorrow no, night. I'm good. No, Are thanks. you kidding me? No. They're unbelievable, too. No. And, and then... Tomorrow, I bet you have Florida people will be here. For oh, Florida it'll tomorrow. be. No, don't get me wrong. Just because I, they're not my cup of tea doesn't mean that that place won't be packed because I know it will be. Thursday night, REO and Sticks. One, I'm going to be at the Gopher game, though. Okay. I'm going to go to the Gopher game, which is strange, but I'm going to go. So that REO and Sticks would be good. Zach Brown Band on Friday night. I do like Zach Brown oh, Band. Oh, that, that's going to be a huge. I Diana just, but Ross. I, the, 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 the Georgia, Florida, whatever. I'm just not a big Florida fan Georgia of, of the current style of bro country. Really? I love it. No. I, I've, I've realized. If Luke Bryan was playing at the Superdog stand, I'd walk the other way. Really? I'm fine. I, I don't know much about country, but I do know <laughs> that I like to go. And, and when I when I go up north or something, I say, okay, I'm in the country. i got to listen to country. Uh-huh. Country stations are, are really programmed to play five different songs on repeat. Sure. Right? But then you kind of get to know the songs, and there's some great songs, great lyrics out there. But if you, so yeah, oh yeah, just really Love profound them. stuff. So that's the one thing about you know you you routinely uh, make fun of me and chastise me for the the way I choose to travel. Yeah. Um, and yeah, one of the things cross country. One yeah. of the things I love about driving c- cross country is stumbling across the small market radio station. Oh. Because if if I could have it just one in every state. And just have it the whole time. Mm, yeah. I would absolutely listen because I'm a radio nerd, number one. But I just love the sound of small, small market radio stations. Okay, I think now, it's fantastic. Is this a little embarrassing. Does you live in Jordan now? Yep. Does Jordan have a radio station? No, but New Prague does. Okay, and, how, and that's only 15 minutes outside of Jordan. Or oh, it's not even. Yeah. Okay. In fact, the station that because it's Kcheck, uh, they actually do a lot of town baseball games. Really. And I know a few of those guys really well. And the one thing I love about them is. You can get a town baseball game. You can get classic country. You can get farm reports, and you can get just whatever. It's 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 a renaissance. Station. Yeah, I think yeah. that would be absolutely great. You you would be a great owner slash runner no. slash talent no. of a small town radio station. Well, Kenny wants to do a um, swap show Saturday morning, sixty minute, like a fake, not a fake. What's the, what's the word I want? He wants to do like. A show where people call in to sell their six dollar oh, shovel. Oh, that would yes. And yes. Kenny would be the absolute perfect host for a show like that. And he wants to call it. Well, he had a very graphic name for uh, the swap show. He wants sure. to call it that I won't reveal on our show. Um, but I thought that was pretty funny because Kenny would absolutely be perfect at that. So job. because in small towns, people would call up and say, "Hey, I have a combine." That I want to sell. Oh, it's not even that. Person. Not even something that elaborate. Oh, it could it's be things just like a bucket. Hey, I've got an extra fork. You know, in my, really? in my in my silverware drawer that I really don't need anymore, things like that. Oh, that would be great. He'd be he'd be. Oh, he's a very talented guy. He, he's guy. made for something yeah, like that, hundred percent. 
Um, is that going to do it, Mike? Hey, Reavers, you're the best. I think that's going to do it. Despite, I know the crowd is clamoring for more, and there won't be an encore we here need to get out and at get the a Great beer. Minnesota get-together. We do need to get a beer, and uh, because that's just that's just what we do after we do the weekly scramble. So, Michael, Let's thank you so much. Thank you, Reeves. Uh, if you could do us a favor, rate and review the show, or maybe just don't bother rating and reviewing the show on this particular episode because, you know, we were a little disjointed and a little discombobulated here at the Great Minnesota get-together. But either way, we appreciate you tuning in. For Mike Fardelotti, I'm Chris Reavers. We'll talk to you again next week. Cheers.